Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. And I am J.P. Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you why they're, why, who, I'm already messed up already. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're <laughs> awesome, and why you should too. J.P., how you doing today, man? Man, I am doing fantastic. Okay, so it's rivalry week. And last year we did our first Us Versus the World in a rivalry week. Yep. And blast. You raised me up by Josh Groban. Right. Well, we wanted gloves off even more this time, and we brought back podcast favorite yeah. to help us destroy this song. We're gonna go <laughs> us against the world again from the movie Ghost as we conclude our movie month. Lots to unpack here. So first, let's welcome our guest, Joey. Introduce yourself. Hello. Hey, I'm Joey Abbott. Then pass it to Rob, who can tell him what song we're gonna talk about yes. and tear apart. Uh, I'm not. From the movie Ghost, because you worded it kind of like you were introducing <laughs> me. I did not star in this film. Are you film. the ghost? Well, we'll see. Whoopi right. Goldberg. It was a surprise at the end. That's right. <laughs> was I the ghost the whole time? Rob, tell them what song we're talking about. I've already hinted at the movie. Yeah, from the movie Ghost, we're talking about Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let it yeah, go. I'm That's good. good. We're, we're good. <laughs> Guys, that was Unchained Melody, as much as we can stomach. Wow. <laughs> this song is filth. And here we go. Okay, go ahead, Rob. You can go ahead. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I, I have... I, okay. I've hated this song my entire life. Me too. Yeah. And um, Joey too. We were yes. talking, and it just happened to come out that we all hate this song. Yeah, yeah you... Uh, we were talking, and he goes, hey... You heard that song Unchained Melody? I was like, oh, I hate that song. And I'm I was so, like, so happy. Like, to I'm hear sorry, that. JP. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And that yeah. made us so it happy us, to yeah. hear. I was like, that's perfect. That's how we met. Yes. <laughs> and so there are 75 versions of this yes, song. Yes. And we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about all of them. A few of them. <laughs> uh, it was written by Alex North and Hi Zaret. It had a big year in 1955. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. It was originally recorded in 1955 by Todd Duncan for, and this unlocked a whole thing of understanding with me for the movie. Yes. It was written for a movie called Unchained. Unchained. Yes. yes. Did you guys watch it? <laughs> no. Okay. I I looked up the same thing. Uh -huh. I was like, oh man, I'm going to watch it. No. You watched Untitled? Uh, Unchained. Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the, un the, the Untitled melody. Uh, oh, yeah, Unchained. yeah, yeah. The, that's uh, the anyway, shorts out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I was like, "Yes, let's watch this." It's on YouTube for free if you want to watch it. Really? I could only get through half of it. Okay. I, was, I was doing laundry, and I was I was determined to power through. And then after, I was like, "This is just horrible." Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for trying. But Joey has seen Ghost once. Yeah. And later, we will have him explain the movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because Sorry. Rob's never seen it, and yeah. I've only seen it one time when I was like 10. So yeah, I Joey, saw it around the same time, the one time. So. Yeah, Joey's going to explain I it. understand there's a lot of flaccid pottery. That's all I really know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, am I right in yeah. that? Okay, all right. That'd be a good band name. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so Unchained, the movie. So Unchained, yeah, yeah, yeah the movie. Uh, prison. Which was about a, a guy in prison, and my understanding is he is basically has to make a choice whether to break out of jail, try and break out of jail and it, live life on the run or go back, serve out his sentence and get back to his family. Yeah. It was basically it's, they starred like an actual football player okay. as the guy, the main star. So he's not really an actor. I love that. It's those. a great choice. <laughs> yeah. Great choice. All right. First off. And then does it show who the actor is? Does it have it on yeah, your crazy mix? legs? Okay. I think oh. it's his name. Have you heard of this person? Okay. I, that I was thinking familiar, of I, 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 Iron Eyes Cody. That's what I was oh, thinking. It's not uh, okay, him. Okay, yeah. It's not him. <laughs> I would have recognized him right off. Let's see. That would be uh, starring... Uh, oh, no. That's Ghost. Hang on. I'll look it up. I'll look okay, it up. Look okay. It up. Uh, anyway, so he's in jail and he's like punching guards and stuff. <laughs> to be like immediately he's just punching everybody. They're like, this is a tough guy. And so then they send him off to this new kind of prison where people have more freedom, they can kind of learn things okay. and be, okay. learn trades. A, a, uh, a Montessori prison, if you will. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. It actually looks more like current day prison, but I think at the time it was like, whoa. What is yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was, a, there's like just a barbed wire, small fence around it. Like, if you want to, you can leave. Wow, oh, okay. But you'll be in trouble. Right. 
and we'll be chasing you. And we'll, and that's it. And there, okay. and there's a guy in there. One of the inmates. Oh, I see him punching a guard. Yes. Yeah. Well, he does that at the beginning. Okay. There is one of the inmates was like a uh, piano player on the outside. Uh-huh. I don't know what he did, but his hand was all messed up. So he was playing, he was playing the Unchained Melody, like in the background. Okay, yeah. And so one of the other guys that's listening goes, man, I've heard better piano players than this guy. He's not even that good. <laughs> They're like, no, man, he used to be really good. His hand's all messed up. And he's like, but every once he'll stop playing and kind of look at his like gnarled hand. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> and then another guy later comes to his cell. He's like, hey, I heard there's somebody who can fix your hand. He's like, no, nobody can fix my hand. I've tried. He's like, no, but this guy could do it. He's like, no. <laughs> in jail? This is a jail. I don't know. Somebody anyway, in jail can fix your hand. It wasn't far after that. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. He's like, <laughs> I've been to the Mayo Clinic. Exactly. I've been to Johns Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. But some dude in this prison. Somebody in cell block 13. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, this guy can do it. He's like, no, it's too late for my hand. So do you think in, in like pre-Seinfeld film writing, you think like somehow his withered hand came into play in the finale? Had to like, have. They put too much attention on it early. Okay. I'm glad we don't know. Yeah, I, I am I feel too. like it makes for a better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be a great segue into Ghost. Yes, yes exactly. exactly. I'll explain that just as well. So that was uh, Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Okay. Um, Barbara Hale, Chester Morris. Oh, Chester Todd Morris. Duncan. Uh, who is who is the one who actually sang the Unchained okay. melody? Um, and it was did you did you hear him sing? In no. This? Okay. So there comes a part in the movie apparently where he is singing, uh, you know, this melody about missing your, you know, missing one's boo, and um, this it connects with Crazy Legs character, and so then it it pu- pulls him further into his uh drama of whether or not to break out of the break out of the prison so yeah i didn't I make it that far okay well and we don't know how it turns out so uh you guys just don't even bother uh it sucks all right it's free to watch on youtube though it's free to watch on youtube it's okay. very grainy it's very grainy and old all right uh so the version originally in 1955 by todd duncan the first radio version single version was by les baxter also in 1955 and from here it gets complicated the song charted with three different versions in 1955, all of them reaching the top 10 in the U.S., and four versions all hit the top 10 simultaneously in the U.K. Wow. So four of the top 10 songs at the same time was in the, the top 10 song. in the U.K. was the same song by different people. Um, let's see. I, right? It was a record for any song. No song has ever had four versions of itself that high up on the charts <laughs> at the same time, which makes sense. Why would it? Why would you do that? But like we've talked about this before, like people in the fifties and early sixties, they would be like, yeah, man, I'm doing this one too. Like they would hear it and the next day would be in the studio cutting wax. Somebody hears like California girls by Katy Perry. And they're like, I want to do that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Do that again. Let's just do you it. You like the Katy Perry or the Tim McGraw version. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the song continued to chart into the 21st century and was the only song to reach number one with four different recordings in the UK until it was joined by Band Aid 30's Do They Know It's Christmas. So four different versions of Unchained Melody have gone number one in the UK since 1955 and also four different versions of Do They Know It's Christmas. I didn't even know there was four different versions. I didn't of either. I only knew the, know, yeah. the two. How do you feel about that song? It's problematic, but it, I love it. It's <laughs> problematic, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's like so, uh, what's the word? Like p- p- patronizing, yeah. right? Yes, like, yes, very. Those poor idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they don't even know. Do they even know what days are? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the line, and they changed it eventually. The later versions don't say this, but Bono's line, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. <laughs> Like, Lord, I'm just so thankful tonight that the people in Africa are starving and dying and don't even know it's Christmas. But I'm so glad it's me. I'm so glad it's them. And not me. Thank you for doing that. Amen. 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 Uh, Okay. Uh, So the Les Baxter version of Unchained Melody went to number one in the U.S. and number 10 in the U.K. And 
his actually uses the word unchain like somewhere at the beginning or something. He's like, unchain me, baby, before he like sings the real thing. So that's the only version that has the word unchain in it. Okay. Be- uh, but it, it does. I got to say, it takes a little bit of the vinegar out of the hatred of the song. Knowing. knowing that it came from a movie called Unchained. Yeah. Right? It's <laughs> Maybe, like, okay, I don't know. At least <laughs> I that, still hate the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least that part of it makes sense. It has a heavy prison emphasis if you think of it in that light. Sure. The words, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That right. makes more sense. Yes. Um. So, okay, what else? Let's see. It was the number five song of all of 1955 on Billboard, which you would think it would have to be number one. If it had three versions that charted all in the top 10 at the same time, how is that not the number one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Anyway. Better be. Um, the Al, Hibler, Al Hibbler version went to number three in the US, number two in the UK. The Jimmy Young version went number one in the UK, and he re-recorded it nine years later, and it charted again at number 43. Liberace had a top 20 version in the UK. Roy Hamilton had an R&B number one and a number six overall. June Valley went to number 29 with it. Harry Belafonte recorded it and performed it at the 1956 Academy Awards for which it was nominated for Best Original Song of 1955. I like that they are like, none of these other people who charted, like his version I don't think charted, but they're like, let's get Harry Belafonte to sing it at the at the Oscars. Yeah. I guess because he was an actor or whatever too, but still, it makes sense. A two anyway, for one. All of that happened in 1955. All of what we just talked about, that was all within one year. That's crazy. People went nuts for this song. It was cracked to people. They were like, can't get enough <laughs> of like, it was like, it was like fidget spinners. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, just absolutely cannot get enough of this unchained melody. I feel so chained when I listen to it that I just need to hear it more, I guess. Well, right. I got some versions that I want to talk on. That's really positive. Okay. And that's right. good. I appreciate that. But we're on here to bash why this song sucks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hate it. June 21st, 1977, Elvis recorded this yes. and quoted, notice, did you hear what he said? The last great moment of him, of my career, of his career. Yes. So, while great is debatable, I'm going out on a limb and say, this song is so bad that it killed Elvis as wow. he died two uh, months later. Yeah. Some that's say drugs, some say enlarged heart, cardiac arrest most likely, but I'm going Unchained Melody. You're going Unchained Melody. That's what killed Elvis. Wow. Should we be listening to any of these versions? No. We I, haven't even really listened to the if one. If you want to no. play them, sprinkle them in, but let me get through a couple of these real <laughs> okay. quick. All right. So that version, this song's so bad it killed Elvis. 1979, George Benson had a version of this song. Mm. I love everything George does. Wow. So does Rob. Yeah, so the guy this from- song is so bad, I can't even listen to one of my favorite artists do it. Plus, there's zero guitar in the George Benson oh, version. Oh, yeah, no. Zero guitar. What is in the world? George Benson the guy from Beauty and the Beast? Mm-mm. No. People Bryson. People Bryson. Uh, this song is so bad. Right? It, Reg- Regina Bell and... and uh, no, People Bryson is the one that did Aladdin, right? Was he the... Robbie Benson, I think, is the guy. From- oh, no. Is this a new... The, who does Beauty and the Beast? You're talking about the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. That song? Tell yeah. all this time. Look it up. But, saying, yeah, I'll look it look up. up while you're doing that. But People Bryson does one of them. I thought when yeah, you said that... I, I was sounded- just thinking it was the Aladdin one. I thought it was a Benson. Maybe it's Robert Guillaume who played Benson okay, on the TV yeah, show. Got Benson. A, I've got a, we did a thing one time. We did, a, when we covered George Benson, we did, was this George Benson or Robert Guillaume? <laughs> for, of course we did. So anyway, back to George Benson. He, uh, it's so bad, it made arguably one of the greatest guitars ever to put down his guitar and do this weak version. We, uh, Benson without his guitar is like, and then I put insert creative joke here, oh. but I forgot to put in the joke. Oh, okay. so y'all can, well, go ahead. Uh, Superman is Clark Kent or Blue Beetle is Ted Cord. I couldn't land the perfect one, so I okay. just went oh. insert perfect joke. Okay. So you guys right. can impose. I'm surprised that you had Blue Beetle and Ted yeah, Cord to just too. pull out. Huh? That's pretty. I'm, pr- I'm impressed by that I'm knowledge. Were you trying to stay current since so the movie's coming? Maybe. Oh, oh. I don't, I don't know. Well. I don't know that. Um, 1986. <laughs> Leo Sayer version. Leo Sayer, yeah. <gasps> this is the worst. As I didn't it tries know he to be did the best, this. and it shouldn't. He's like, okay, I learned from George not having a guitar, so I'm going to put all kinds of guitar in it. <laughs> Listen to minute 220 of the Leo Sayer version. Okay. It's, uh, by the way, that is uh, uh, Peebo Bryson on yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's Robbie Robbie Benson. <laughs> I have it. I'm looking what at is it. Joey is that the new Beauty and the Beast version? The cartoon. Yeah. From 1991. Yeah. Robbie Benson? Who Robbie, is Benson Robbie Benson is the voice of the Beast. Oh, he oh, may be the, the character. Voice of the beast, but He's he the character, but he the... didn't sing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't even sing it. 
No. If you got no, Peebo singing for Peebo you, Bryson. if I'm the voice of the beast and Peebo can sing for me, the, I'm handing off. Angela <laughs> Angela Lansbury sang it in the movie. Yes. The teapot. No. Yes. She's the, yeah, she's right? the teapot. She's the teapot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. She yeah. sings it during the movie while they're dancing. Do an Angela Lansbury impression. Have her come by. Yeah, go ahead. I, come on. Well, she's dead. Oh. Well, this is have about the, the movie Ghost. The ghost of Angela Lansbury. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't think I can do Come it. Come on, I don't know what she sounded like enough. I don't think yeah, I can. So she, I, that's, yeah, yeah that's I, it. and I've only seen that movie once. I think he has an accent. <laughs> I mean, it's getting there. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> great. It's okay. not great. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Back to uh, no, not Leo. Yeah, play minute. Leo Sayer. Play minute this two. Is, no, this is Cliff Sawyer. No, stop, stop it, Cliff. There's too many <laughs> versions of this song. Play minute two twenty for just a second. I can't find it. It's what okay. If, Punt. If, what if while Googling you find a version that you did and you just don't remember? <laughs> what? Rob, Rob Alley <laughs> and Pebo Bryson <laughs> and Robbie Benson. Wow. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna pull it off YouTube. I can't find it on. I can't find it streaming. Well, while you're looking at, uh, no, I, no, just give, give, I give, like. Give uh, some, no, what's no, the no, Leo no. Sayer song that I like? I think uh, I think I can dance. Is he the one that does that? You, you make, make me feel like, like dancing. <laughs> no, he does. I think I can. I think I can dance. You don't like the one we just did? <laughs> Not as much as the other one. <laughs> Bill Schnee produced that one, and he did. We pulled Schnee? The, yeah, Bill Schnee. It looks like Schnee. Schnee, like yeah. the soda. Does he have a really song? That says, I think I can dance. Leo Sayer? Yeah. Yes. He has two songs about dancing. Oh. Okay. Jump ahead to 220. It's bad enough. This whole thing's bad. But it's this horrible, is brutal. Right? It's so bad. It's the worst. This is not what I was expecting at all. I like that. I like this part. No. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. You know what? I like no, this song stop. now. I'm back. I'm back on. <laughs> Stop it. No. This it sounds is, like if Billy Idol did a version of it. Uh, that's a good comparison. I like it, all it, the reverb. Yeah. Oh, stop. Stop. Wait, wait. This is good. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no. Make it stop. <laughs> Are we getting converted? Oh, I'm feeling it. I am. I love no. this. What's happening? <laughs> oh, key change? No. Oh no, Robin and Joey are straight up into this now. Wow, I am not mad. Oh, yeah. that, not I, so mad. I like that. Oh, man, that backfired. <laughs> Thank you, JP. Things were going so well, and then that backfired. It takes away. So if you, if I feel like if you came into that with fresh ears about this song, okay, you could like it. It, it takes away one of my primary things that I hate about the song, which is all the flittiness. I don't like the. Yes. Which is weird. I love Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. It's like the stuff that I love about Aaron Neville, but they're not Aaron Neville. Well, see, I'm supposed to like that version because it has everything I like, which is coursey guitar, yeah. lots of reverb, lots of synth work. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it so oh, much. Man. Now, maybe, you know, we just dropped in on that section. Maybe it's, if we had heard the whole thing the building, building up, up to, to that, we would have yeah. hated it by then. Yeah, well, I've never, I haven't listened start <laughs> to finish. You know, I listen to just sections, yeah. just jumping around. I know I will on the way home. It's but my I, new favorite song. <laughs> Joey's new ringback tone. Yeah, but for I sure. Just, the, it's the, the, way the, the way the melody is... On this song, it's like so punchable, the melody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so weak. Like, it's not a weak melody. It it portray, it gives weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's giving weak. And I just hate it. I'm pretty sure the, the ghost version is in the key of C major, which is the most vanilla of all keys to, yeah. to do that in as well, too, right? It, it, like- it, this is, I tell you what it is. This is... George McFly's favorite song. That's really good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pre, pre punching out Biff. You're Cannon. my density. This is yes. Pre, you're my density. This is dorkiest, weakest <laughs> version of George McFly's favorite song. Yeah, still, 1955. Still yeah, a peeping yeah. Tom. Oh, still a peeping 1955. Tom. 1955. This is literally his favorite. Like yeah. that is. That's he was good. at home with this 45. Four different versions of it. Yeah, he had the 45 single. The, speaking of singles, the 1990 version was only released on cassette and CD single. Yeah, it was. I saw it that. Didn't sell well, but it got tons and tons and tons of radio airplay, but they didn't like 
Y'all remember some of your favorite cassette singles? Cassingles? Cassingles, dude. I think I'm going to, I'd have to think about a few of them. I think my favorite cassette single of all time might be No More I Love You by Annie Lennox. Okay. Great. I love that Annie is, Lennox. Oh my yeah. gosh. My uh, my brother had a cassette single of Mariah Carey's, Always Be My Baby? Yes. Thank oh. you. I crushed that. Nailed it. Yeah. My brother and his girlfriend at the time, and they're like 15, so super serious. <laughs> he, that was their song, quote uh, unquote. Okay. They're like, we have, you had to pick a song, I think, at that time. So okay. they had the single cassette. It would like pass it back and forth. So like one week, okay, you get the cassette. Oh, <laughs> the next custody. week. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Who ended up with it after the breakup? Uh, I think it went in the trash. <laughs> the uh, I jump crisscross was probably my favorite. Ooh, I had that one too. And then don't look back at anger by Oasis. I oh. had it on cassette on cassingle. Wow, that's pretty like, late to have a, a cassette single yeah, versus a, a CD single. I had a cassingle of it. Wow, they, they were normally like in like a paper jacket yeah, too. Absolutely. Yeah, like it wasn't absolutely. like the jewel case. No, thing. And, and the cover would look like the album yeah. most of the time. Yeah, yeah. But what's a cassette single that you regret? <sighs> I bought a Bee Gees. I bought For Whom the Bell Tolls by the Bee Gees on cassette single. Uh, Leo Sayers version. Of, uh, I think I'm I can, buying that on the way home. I think I can dance now. Is that, yeah. What, it's I actually called Long Tall Glasses. Now. There you go. Well, Do you know well, that? No. No. Play a little bit of it. It's fantastic. Well, okay. right. Leo, it sounds nothing like that beautiful song we just heard. Leo Sayer. Long Tall Glasses. Okay. And, and then parentheses, I can dance. Ah. If I want to. Long tall glasses. Was that, that weekend dance if we well, want to? Yeah, well, he kinda, without hats. He cued it up. There's nothing to do with it. Anymore. So, I just want to, JP just yelled out pepperoni time, and I just want you guys to know something is coming with that. That's right. Go back and watch our Instagram reels. It'll fill you in, but that's a joke that's coming later. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was a little, a little more Leo Sayer. Is this just turning into a Leo Sayer that's right. episode? <clears throat> Some, somehow that's happening. Is that what's happening? Yes. Um, what, what do you got? Where do you guys want to go from here? Do let's, you want to meet, should we meet the band? We can meet them. Yeah, I'm good. Let's meet the band. Do we need to listen to the actual song? No. No? I mean, we, I here like in a minute. But Leo Sayer was enough. That was there's yeah. There is one good thing about the about the song itself that I like. Is this going to be one of those things where we start out dissonant and by the end we're like love all the things about it? But no, um, there is one good thing. There is one good thing about it. I'll, I'll hit it later. Go ahead. Let's okay. meet the band. Let's meet the band. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. the band for the sake of this i'm just going to talk about two bill medley and bobby hatfield okay. because that's all that really matters the righteous in this. Brothers. and the, yeah. the righteous, righteous brothers. brothers yeah we haven't even mentioned have we even said righteous brothers this yeah. entire time okay yeah, yeah, cool yeah. i don't right i don't think I don't so i think so i think that's the first time we've said the word righteous brothers i thought we said it at the very beginning no maybe i don't know anyway righteous brothers yeah, come here up we go during- Bobby Hatfield. So he carries the lead on this. Uh, They alternate songs. They each lead, like they alternate, they go back and forth on who leads each one. Well, Bobby won this one or lost this one, depending on how you look at it. In the spirit of negativity, here we go. Here's He's from Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. I know we have a lot of listeners there, so be Uh, be patient with me. What's up, Beaver Dam? Let's talk about what sucks about Beaver Dam. Other than the Uh, name. Other than the name. I didn't have to look too far. Every January the 1st of the year, they have Cabin Fever Fest. Okay, now that's not too exciting. What do you do at Cabin Fever Fest? Wagon rides, demonstrations, food, and more. Demonstrations. I don't even know what <laughs> demonstrations means. I'm holding it here. That could be anything from like what's demonstrations to yeah. like a march on the Capitol. Like demonstrations, right? Okay. Uh, on positive, uh, Ric Flair is from Beaver Dam. Woo! Is so, really? There you go. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. I just want to see like. Demonstration at three o'clock, you know, and just a guy being like, like one of those uh, uh, like chain puzzles, and he's just being like, 
That's how you do that. <laughs> He's doing the the little fingers. With your fingers where you toss <laughs> one finger to the Y'all other side. Y'all can't hear this, but yeah, Rob can describe it. <laughs> yeah, well, you have one finger held up on one hand. Yeah. You move it to your other closed fist, <laughs> yeah. and the finger transfers, transfers yeah. to, the to the other one. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't really. It just looks that way. It's a trick. But when you do it quickly... And yeah, this is the well, demonstration. Well, have, you seen, have you seen this one? Joey did the two circular rings yeah. together yeah. behind the head. Um, this is exhilarating <laughs> podcast material. Um, Bobby and also had another hit with Bill called The White Cliffs of Dover. There's only one Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> so for a palate cleanser, Rob, while I look up the next, oh, play wow. a little Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnson just to get us in a good, since we're playing Is it all. the old song? Oh no, this is Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnson. Not to be confused with White Cliffs of Dover. Oh, this is not what I was thinking. You probably know White Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, okay. This, I don't enjoy this. Oh, really? You are wrong. I don't. Oh, you are wrong. Bring Leo Sayer back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good. It's beautiful. This is one of like the guitar songs. This. That every guitar instrumentalist Tries knows and learn. loves and reveres. Oh, really? I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't get into that. And then the purists are like, "Nope, you missed this by one note, or your tone's not quite this." Anyway, Eric Johnson, one of our favorites of all time. Yeah. Um, Bill Medley. For a more in-depth look on Bill, go to our parenthesis. I've had the time of the life of the life. I wrote about dyers of strength. I've had the time of my life with singer-songwriter Frankie Brevet on our Dirty Dancing double feature back in season six. And for, for for more Swayze, more Whoa. Swayze. Wait a minute, Whoa, Swayze boy. is the the wow. I didn't even make that connection until right now. Dang, season six, episode nine. Wow, that's a long time. Ago. Early influence. Rich was Little Richard for me. Well, I didn't even realize Rick, for you? Little Richard was all, uh, for not, you personally. Not for me, no. His early influence. I can see it now. Stop, now stop, that you've stop, said stop, it, stop. I, no. I see a lot of it. Early influence for the way Bill you dress was Little Richard. Positive. <laughs> period. Which for me, I didn't realize Little Richard was old enough to be an inspiration to Bill Medley. Yeah. So Little Richard was born in 1932. Okay. Died in 2020 at 87. So Bill Medley was born in 40. So there's about eight years difference. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that the perfect age to be someone's inspiration? Um, so let's, let me tell you who would be, if we were to pick people that were born in 73, this is who would, I went through a list of musicians born in 73. These are our two best choices to choose from. Okay. Ray LaMontagne, which for some reason feels like our age. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought he was our same age. He's eight, eight, he's eight years older than Uh us. Um, Scott Stapp. (laughs) Yes. So, um, I'm going to tell you what I think is the perfect age for inspiration for me in okay. terms of difference. To this, so this would be people born in 1960 and 61. Listen wow. to this list. Okay. All right. So 60 and 61. This would be my inspirations. Here we go. Tony Palacios. Check. Okay. Chris Rodriguez. Check. Okay. Adam Clayton. Okay. Bono. Amy Grant. Warren Haynes, Steve Vai, Neil Morse, Dan Huff. Wow. All born in those years. Wow. Those are my inspirations. Wow. Give me those guys. About 20 years. 20, 20 years, is, 20 years the, is, the, is the mark. Okay. Don't give me that eight-year stuff. That's solid. Eight seems a little close. Seems close, yeah. But maybe he was just like, he's like, I've been looking for the right black guy to steal music from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not so much about he inspired me. It was- Who can I'm, I thief? I, yeah, I'm trying to pull somebody's vibe. And I've, he's the guy. He's the guy. He inspired me to steal the music of a different. It was culture. Little Richard. He started like. Was he also a child act as well? Was he one of those? He started young. I don't know if like child, child, but like okay, you know. But he was always out there. Have you seen the in Living Color episode Little Richard's Playhouse? No. Where he's like, "What are you kids doing back there?" And they're like, "Oh, we're just studying." They're like smoking weed. <laughs> anyway, it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was Little Richard's Playhouse. It's- <laughs> My early influence was Rich Little. You remember Rich Little? Yeah, the, not the, Little Richard. Did the Rich impr- Little, impersonations and stuff, yeah. and he would buy. I don't know. I don't think it used to be a thing. Man, this just brought back a weird memory. But yeah. they used to sell at Walmart. You could go to Walmart. They had cassette tapes, mini cassette tapes that you would put in your answering machine when your answering machine ran off the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. micro cassettes. Yeah, I remember that. 
and it would be Rich Little doing an impression for your answering machine. And as so he, somebody else? As, yeah, as, you know, this is Richard Nixon. Uh-huh. Play, leave a message after nah, That was one of his but big But don't ones. record my voice. You uh-huh. know, whatever, right? Like, And it was Rich Little doing all these impressions. And there would be a whole, like, rack of Rich Little tapes at the <laughs> at Walmart. I could see how Rob wanted to be Rich Little. I mean, he just nailed the Angela Lansbury one. Yeah. And, uh, no, yeah he Rob, did a good Richard Nixon, too. That I was think. pretty good, actually. I, you know, or, do it again. You did a good... Rich, a good rich little, little doing rich, Richard, little Richard, Richard Nixon. Yeah, yeah. it's like little. everybody. Nobody does. Nobody does uh, George W. Bush anymore. It's People Dana do Carvey. Will Ferrell doing oh. George W. Bush? <laughs> oh, Dana Carvey. Well, and nobody in the same way. Nobody does senior. George H. W. Bush. I was thinking yeah, senior. They do Dana Carvey. But yeah. yeah, you're right. Nobody does Harry Carey. They right. do Will Ferrell that's doing right. Harry Carey. Yes, that's true. A famous impression changes the nature of the way people think about somebody's voice. That's good. That's good. Um, where are we going from here, guys? Uh, Joey, you want to describe the movie? Yes. Or did I'd you, love from to. the movie Ghost, please. I'd yeah. love to. So I'll talk uh, about the Righteous Brothers version a little bit. Yeah, and here too, uh, just to let you guys know, as we mentioned earlier, Rob's never seen it, and yeah. I've not seen it in. I, I saw it once, probably when I was a teenager. I'd say okay. so. It's been some time. Here we go. Twenty-five years, maybe. So this is the story of Ghost. When did it come out? 1990. Okay. Starring, uh, Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. Who else am I missing? Dem- is it Demi or Demi? Demi. It's Demi. Patrick Swayze as Sam Wheat. Oh, I said this is too much. I'm helping you too much. <laughs> yeah, stop. Go okay. Ahead. Sorry. From what I remember, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore mm-hmm. are dating. They're somewhat of an item. Okay? Yeah. Okay. There's some kind of a mix-up where Patrick Swayze <laughs> is, I think, somewhere where he shouldn't be. He gets murdered. I think by like a rival gang, maybe. <laughs> that was last week. That, that was, was the Warriors. That was uh, the Rips okay. by the hi-hat. It, it's right. possible there's some bleed over here. So he gets- <laughs> There's a Yankee costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he gets murdered, but he shouldn't have been murdered. And the guy gets away with it. So you mean he was like wrong place, wrong time? I think so. Okay. I think Dr. so. John. I think he was wrong place. What a great song. Yeah. You guys should have done an episode on it. We, we did. did. It's on Patreon. It's on Thanks Patreon. For Thanks for not paying. <laughs> Such a good support. I wouldn't dream of it. So <laughs> anyway, so he's wrongfully murdered and the bad guy gets away. Okay. They don't they don't find him, I guess, because they're looking for him. Demi Moore is obviously upset because they were an item. I mentioned this. Yeah. yeah. Uh so she goes to um a psychic oh. who is Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Yes. And okay. she's like, hey, I gotta get in touch with my lover. She's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> but like, you know how she does with no eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> and so- Does Whoopi Goldberg not have eyebrows? No. Stop everything. <laughs> Look up a picture of Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> if this is a thing- This is suspenseful. I'm going to wait. I'll wait for you guys. <laughs> Well, how about that? <gasps> Whoopi Goldberg don't have no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> what? She ain't never had no eyebrows. <laughs> no. She has. Yeah. How about that? She... Sister Mary Clarence. We talked about her early in this uh, movie month. Bruh. Yeah. Where were you week one of this thing? Why have I never? I wish you guys could see Rob's face. His mind has been just utterly I, is this blown. Thing that you knew? I never knew that till right now. But so. you've seen her uh, many times. Look, but- okay, if you okay, <laughs> if you search Whoopi Goldberg, uh-huh. okay, and it just brings up pictures, then you scroll down and it says related searches. Is the one first of, one is, is no- Whoopi Goldberg eyebrows. Ah, it's your phone. <laughs> it heard us talking. It's the world, dude. It's awesome. Anyway, so she goes to Whoopi Goldberg, who is the psychic lady. Sure. She's like, um. We need to reel Rob back in. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> Rob is so, deep. Sorry. He's okay. connecting red yarn on a map of Whoopi Goldberg pictures behind him. Uh, so I don't know what brings her there. She's like, help help me something, get over my boyfriend. He's dead. He's been murdered. And she's like, yeah, well, let's do this. And she contacts him from the other side, maybe. I'm a little fuzzy on this part. You're maybe, nailing it so far. Feels, I mean, feels like maybe get to the ghost maybe Demi Moore doesn't go to her. Maybe she just gets contacted by Patrick. Sw- I think that's it. Patrick Swayze in ghost form finds Whoopi Goldberg. 
M? Yes, that's it. Okay. That's it. And he's like, hey, Whoopi, you gotta find <laughs> you gotta find Demi. And so they get together and uh think there's a, a scene, I think, where Whoopi and Demi kiss, I think. Because <laughs> Whoopi and Demi? No. I think so. No. Well, I think well, Patrick Swayze. That was Madonna and pos- Britney Spears. Oh, because he's like he possesses Whoopi for a little bit. Oh, I think to be to be now, all of this could be form. very wrong. To like this is just to like have physical contact. Is that yes? Why? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and at some point he unpossesses her and repossesses. It goes back and forth. Uh, Where does the clay pot scene come? Yeah. Is that him in ghost form or him in live form? I think that's him in ghost form. So that's post death. So that's like so. Ooh. So it's really just her in there. Whoopi might be in there too. In the in the pottery scene? No way. <laughs> I could be wrong. No. This is how I'm remembering. When is the part? When is is there? When's the part where he possessing Whoopi? Uh huh. And she comes around a corner and she's got a pie on her face <laughs> and she's like, "Hello." <laughs> yes, yes. Downfire. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> how did we get there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's in there too, I think. <laughs> so anyway, Patrick is in Whoopi and they get together. And they solve they solve his own murder. They solve his murder? Yeah, well, I, I they somehow because they Who's the bad guy? Does anybody know? Who's the murderer? It's just a guy. Do they make, it's no, just nobody a, I think it's just a nobody there. guy, but at the end he gets dragged off to hell. Oh wow! Yeah, I think he, seriously. I think he gets murdered, and I think demons come out and drag him to hell. Shut <laughs> up! I've got to see this. Yes, movie. this is wild. <laughs> yeah. Now, and Patrick Swayze gets to walk off into like heaven. Okay. At the end. So he doesn't come back to like corporeal form. No, he's real dead. Wow. Once he's dead, he's dead. So they, but they, as it. is the real Patrick Swayze. But mm-hmm. the so the purpose of the movie is just to find the killer. It's not for them to get back together. It's completely different. Like, well, that's how I took it. Okay. Wow. I was like 15. You know, I was going to say too soon. That was my instinct when you said as is the real Patrick Swayze. I was going to mm. say too soon. But honestly, I think it's just soon enough. I think it's just right. I think, it's just I think we're different. hitting it at the Patrick Swayze is dead sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Right there. So then, and then he roadhouse kicks us to the face with his yeah. ghost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is he the one that did throat rips? Was that also yeah, I in, so okay. in Roadhouse? Yeah. 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 That's not in this movie. <laughs> so that is so much that I did not expect. No, we don't know how accurate no, this that, is. The only thing we can verify is the eyebrows. That's yeah. all we've got verified. It, it does feel like a, some of that description could have come from things that you maybe dreamed after watching it. Yeah, or the way I interpreted or, it. Is some of this Ghost Dad starring Bill Cosby? That's, is there any chance that... That's too soon. <laughs> too soon for Bill Cosby, okay, for sure. That's a great Cosby. movie. Yeah, way too okay. soon for Bill Cosby. All right. Um, I've got to stump the gene. Oh, wait. Did you have some things on the Righteous Brothers? I do have some things on the Righteous Brothers. But okay. Okay. It. Now, I also have a a ghost-related quiz for you guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. dude. This will be awesome. Okay. Let's do All your right. Righteous Brothers. We'll do mine, okay. and then we'll let Joey nail okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, so, you're right. I think there's one thing that one of us is wrong about okay. on the thing. Um, the research that I had that was that the brothers had an agreement to do one solo song per album. And that's okay. what they alternated on or whatever. Okay. And that's what he won the coin flip on. Okay. So um, Hatfield uh, won the coin flip on that one. Um, and I don't know if it's a deal that they each did one solo song each per album, or it was that one of them did a solo song on each album. I see Maybe that is where the coin flip came in. Anyway, so he, but here's something crazy, though. Um, it was a B-side. The, the Righteous Brothers version that became the definitive version of Unchained Melody was a B-side. The single was called Hung On You, which didn't really do much for DJs at the time. They started playing the B-side instead, which really ticked off the Righteous Brothers producer, who was a fellow named Phil Spector. One oh, of the wow. most famous producers yeah. of all time. Um, Phil Spector had produced some for the brothers, but he allegedly didn't produce all the records, particularly the B-sides. Oh, wow. Bill Medley, the other brother, produced the other material as he had before Spector synced up with the group. When DJ started playing the B-side, Phil Spector allegedly started calling stations asking them not to play it. That's crazy. Later, he claimed production credit, but the understanding is that Bill Medley produced it in a Phil Spector wall of sound style. 
Um, the song charted again for the Righteous Brothers in 1990 when Ghost came out. Twice. The original 1965 version and a re-recorded version that they had done. Um, neither sold a whole lot, as you said, relatively speaking, but both versions ended up in the top 20 based on radio play alone. The Righteous Brothers became the first artist to it. have two versions of the same song in the top 20 at the same time. The 1990 version, of course, went to number one in the UK. They can't get enough they of this Unchained it. Melody yeah. in the UK. You just say <laughs> Unchained Melody, and they're like, "Get this man is a star. <laughs> it's time for you to release that version, I think. I think, I think so, yeah. probably so. Um, it was the in, the in the 1990 version of Unchained Melody, this god-awful song that we're talking about, <laughs> was the top UK single of the year, 1990. And to date, it sold over a million copies in the UK. It also went to number one in Australia, Austria, Ireland, Netherlands, and New Zealand. Why? Are we missing something out there, folks? Are, are we, we obviously don't like it. A lot of people do like it. What do you think? Let us know. So, okay, in 1990, the 19... What, what year did the Righteous Brothers version come out? Well, 65, 60, right? So it was 25 years old mm -hmm. when it, when it was re-released for ghost. So that's like what, what 25 years ago, 1998, some song from night. That's like that, that, uh, Eve six song going back to number one. I would swallow my pride and I would check on the run. I, I like that song. It's number one in my heart. That's a great song. But I'm just saying like, well, no, what's a huge song? For, it's like if the Titanic song went, took yeah. over the world again mm -hmm. and was the number one song of the year in the UK again because it was in some movie. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Now, hang on. Didn't Elton John do this with Candle in the Wind? Yeah, but Princess Diana died. Yeah, but I mean, but Patrick so did Sam Wheat. Yeah, Sam Wheat also <laughs> passed away. <laughs> he gave his life for the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> Dang. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right, let's stump the, the genius. Play the jingle. Mine's quick, and okay. we'll go to Joey's. Right. <laughs> we should do a version in three-part harmony sometime. If I could I harmonize. I sang your part. I sang your part. If I could harmonize or sing. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. It's time to stump the genius. Your part. Okay. We should do it live one day for the for the final episode. Me and you for the final one. episode, we're gonna do a I'll live rendition it. of all the jingles. That'll be great. That'll be fun. We have to figure out somebody to clap. Joey, come clap. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Uh, something genius. What years were these folks born? Y'all can help oh, together. Here we okay. go. So okay. if you want to write down the names or just try to remember them somehow, I'm gonna give you five names. I think one, two, three, what four, kind five. Of, what sorts of people are these? You'll hear okay. as we go, okay. uh, and you're gonna put them in order. They're so your, help each other out. Your okay. family members. Uh -oh. All right, you're gonna <laughs> like that sure. joke, Joey. It's coming. All right. Oh boy. Patrick Swayze. Okay. Demi Moore, right. or Demi Moore, sorry. Whoopi, no eyebrows, Goldberg. My dad. Oh, <laughs> hey. And Phil Keggy. Okay. Preston. Well, so I did look up while you were talking. How why old my Whoopi, dad Why Whoopi <laughs> no, Goldberg doesn't have eyebrows. Okay. Her mom shaved them off when she was a kid because she was getting uh these like irritated bumps okay. that like African American men particularly get when they like when they shave okay. their faces. Um, this is why like in the military, black men often don't have to shave. They can get a waiver because th th it irritates their faces. Um, so anyway, Whoopi started getting those bumps along her eye line, and her mom shaved her eyebrows, and she just got used to doing it. She's so she still whole, does. So it. she she removes them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Unless she needs them for something that she's working on, she just. Hmm. Thank you, Rob. Isn't it crazy. It was good. Anyway, sorry. Do you think they're ever like, hey? We're actually going to need the eyebrows. We're casting we're somebody this. with eyebrows. Yeah, this character, their eyebrows are important. That's right. The plot. They, the get, they get something stuck in their eyebrows. It's eyebrows yeah. Mahoney. the character. <laughs> That's right. And you're perfect for it, except for one except thing. For one There's thing. one thing. I'm going to let you just get to it on your own. You're going to figure this one out. It's <laughs> awesome. Right. It's like, I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. I'm not going to tell you. You'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll land at the right time. Okay, so put them in. Y'all can help each other. Patrick well, Swayze. Let's go order. Um, so I'm going to have y'all. Are you giving us years now or no? I can give you the years and then you can put. That's fine. Okay. 51, 52, 55, 56, 62. Okay. Wait, wait. Say them again. 51. Well, okay, let's just figure out 51. Okay. So I think 
I think youngest has got to be Demi Moore. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, just what are the numbers again? I'm sorry. 51, 52, 55, 56, 62. Okay. So we're saying my dad should get at least one of these. I think Demi Moore is 62. Yeah, I think so, right? She's got to be the youngest. I think so. I think your I'm I think your dad is 55. But I'm not sure about that. Who is the oldest? But that's when here. my dad was born. So I'm I'm putting your dad You're there. You're projecting a little Unless bit. your dad is a little older than my dad was. Who is the oldest here, I mean, we think? Your dad was the exact same age as my dad until my dad died. But you know what I mean? I get where you're going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so oldest. I'm going to say, maybe Whoopi, is she the oldest? Swayze's older than you think. I do know that. Okay. Like, she might be the oldest, but Swayze might be the second oldest. Swayze, I'm I'm guessing that part of this is Patrick Swayze is older than Preston Mosier. Pretty, he was pretty old. All right, so we're doing Patrick as fifty-one. I you could go Whoopi as fifty-one. Okay, I think, and then Swayze is fifty-two. Okay, so Patrick Swayze is fifty-two. Preston fifty-five, and Phil Keggy fifty-six. Keggy fifty. Mm, does it feel a little young for Keggy? I don't really know. I don't have really actually have a. I don't either. Great grip, but he played with like Hendrix and stuff, so he needs to be pretty old. So maybe he's the oldest? He might be. We just bump all the others up a notch and then put him first? Cross all this out. No, no. no. (laughs) I did it in pen. Oh, no. Just draw a line. Okay, so (laughs) Phil Keggy, we're now saying, is born in 51. Then Whoopi in 52. Whoopi is 52. Swayze in 55? Okay, that's where we had... No, we didn't. That's where we had Preston. Okay, now we're putting Preston 56. This is riveting podcast. This is, this all, is right? the like, best audio you guys have ever this is, put together. This is almost as interesting. They're like, have Joey on so we can <laughs> yeah. numbers and years. Right. This is almost as interesting as if we were just doing math. <laughs> They're like, bring David Wilcox but not back. Just anything with this. <laughs> okay. All right. Call it. Here we go. Final call. Okay. Phil Keggy, 51. That's what we had. That's correct. Yes. yes. 52. We had that as whoopee. Okay, that is not correct, oh, but no. keep going because you might land some. Okay, 55 we had as uh, Mr. Swayze. Okay, he was 52. You flipped those. Oh. But you so got dad. my dad right, 56. You got yes. that right. Okay. okay. Accidentally okay. with a bump, and you got Demi Moore right. So you got three for five. That's Three for bad. five? That's oh, really that's good. All you did is flip Patrick and whoopee. And it only took yeah. us 18 minutes. That's right. <laughs> Can't that's believe right. it. <laughs> We're gonna vote worst section of Step Genius ever created. Put these numbers in order. <laughs> Which came first, fifty-one or fifty-two? Yeah, good job, guys. Wow. Ghost, right. ghost game. Yes, you ready? Yeah. All right, let's do okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead and play the jingle for Ghost Game. We need to play it with lots of reverb and like a a, a theremin. Yeah. Do the um that. Music they were playing that Warriors trailer. That's okay. right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now this is most haunted places from each state. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So I'm okay. going to give you two options. <laughs> one is real. One is real. <laughs> one is fake. One is one that I made up. Right. Yes. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Here we okay. I'm going to keep track. <laughs> oh no, no no no! We're in a team. Or no oh, no no no! no. You did, guys are we, against, we against each other. But we do one two three and say okay. it. That's right. Out of room here because I wrote down. Check out Leo Sayer <laughs> after I'm done here. That's <laughs> a banging hit. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with one just to kind of set it so you guys know kind of what you're gonna kind do. Okay. 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 If a state of Louisiana. Okay. Aren't. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> what is that? Is not funny. No, you're good. All right. Louisiana, is it Arno's Restaurant okay. or the Baton Rouge Hardee's? <laughs> this is just the... You got me. I'm lightheaded already. Come on. Okay. That's just the one to start off the right. One, two, three. Hardee's. Hardee's. No, it's the Arno's Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Why would it be a Hardee's? I, <laughs> I was doing that one just to be ridiculous. Hardee's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. 
right. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Alaska. Okay. Is it the West High School? Okay. okay. All right. Or the Fairbanks Grammar School? Mm. Mm. West High School or Fairbanks Grammar School? Huh? Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. West. West. Oh. That's right. It's the All West right. High wow. School. It's very haunted. All right. Minnesota. You got the... The General Mills Museum. Okay. Or the Greyhound Bus Museum. Ooh, those both sound very hauntable. Yes. I'd love to haunt either this one. This is Minnesota? Yes. Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. General Mills Museum. That's the cereal place. That's the yeah. cereal place. And the Greyhound Bus is a bus. I don't think General Mills is in Minnesota, so Here, I'm going. Well, we're going to give you a hint. One, two, three. One. It is. Ooh. It is. It is in Minnesota? Here we go. One, two, three. Bus. Bus, yeah. Greyhound. It's the Greyhound bus. Dang. That's right. We're so in sync with these. We always almost so always good. get together. Last okay. time I, I think I won by one one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But who's who's remembering? It All right. Is. Maine, state of Maine. Is it the Loon Pond or right. the Cozy Knoll Cabin? Ooh. Loon Pond or Cozy Knoll Cabin. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Loon. Cabin. Oh, oh, a differential. Okay. Go with? with it's the Loon Pond. Oh. Great job. Sarah's ahead. All right, Oklahoma. <clears throat> Gandini's Circus or Claudette's Carnival? <laughs> oh. Gandini's Circus or Claudette's Carnival. Ready? These sound like traveling places, right? This is like a haunted thing that is not always in the same place. Oh. It's the old site of one of these. I see, I see, I see, I see. Gandini or Claudette? Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Gandini. Claudette. Oh, did he tie it up? Again. It's Gandini Circus. Oh, oh, the wrong. Oh, Running away JP. with it. Running away with it. Okay. Florida. <clears throat> We're starting to get into some. Okay. <laughs> I saved them for it. the end. I lost it at the Hardys. You did. I didn't think that was going to be <laughs> Man, the one that, that did that it. Was, that was <laughs> All right. Florida. <laughs> the Joke Chateau or the Riddle House? Mm. Comedy clubs, maybe? Yeah. The Joke Chateau or the Riddle Real. House. Okay. Hey, ready? One, two, three. Riddle. Chateau. Okay. okay. Different. What'd you say? Riddle House. It's the Riddle House. Oh. Dang it. Rob. Wow. Rob, you are so. Falling apart. You're very not haunted. Can I even catch yeah. up at this point? Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this will probably go on for another hour. Okay. <laughs> like, all it's, it's not all 50. I promise. Like the next ones are worth 20 points. <laughs> all the listeners are like, and uh, <laughs> next podcast. All right. Uh, Alabama. We didn't do Alabama, right? Okay. No. The Bear Creek Swamp or the Cougar Den Slough. Okay. One, two, three. Bear, bear Creek. Den. Yeah. yeah. Bear. Bear Creek Swamp. Yeah. Bear Creek Swamp. Yeah, bear. There we go. Very good. Okay. Michigan. The Whitney Restaurant or the Brittany Buffet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Whitney. Whitney? Whitney? Yeah. yeah, it's Whitney. Okay. Whitney right. Restaurant. Okay. We're moving <laughs> Brittany on. Buffet was too alliterative and funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pennsylvania, <clears throat> Pot Liquor Flats Inn <laughs> or the Philadelphia Zoo? Oh. Ooh. Wow. Okay. One, two, three. Zoo. Pot Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the zoo. Yeah. yeah. It's the zoo. Good job. And the comeback begins. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Now we're really getting into it. All right. Texas, the Wunch. Brothers Cafe and Saloon or the Wooble Sisters Diner and Bar? Wunch or, or Wooble? <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Wunch. It's Wunch. Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. got it. Saw right through my Wooble Sisters <laughs> trap. <laughs> All right. We've listened back through the zig and twig too much. <laughs> yeah, like, no, we got it now. All right. Indiana. The Spanish Look Creek Motel. Or the French Lick Springs Hotel. Okay. <laughs> Read them again. Those right. are good comparisons. Is what state? Indiana? Indiana. Okay. All right. Read I'm them good. one more time. The Spanish Look Creek Motel or the French Lick Springs <laughs> Hotel. Okay. okay. One, two, or three. Uh, I was going to say nope. Spanish, which okay. is look. Okay. I said look. I, I said look. 
You're going look. You're going lick. Yeah. He's going French lick. Ooh, French lick makes sense. What state? It's Indiana. Indiana. It's French lick. It's Duh, French it lick. Is. That's where Larry yeah. Bird's from. Duh. Come on, Mosier. Uh, there was yeah. There you go. Should have known that. I should have. Okay, Kentucky. Waverly Hill Tuberculosis Sanatorium. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or the Louisville Heights Polio Infirmary. Oh, my gosh. oh dang. Holy cow. Read them again. Okay. Waverly Hill Tuberculosis Sanatorium <laughs> or the Louisville Heights Polio Infirmary. Right. Tuberculosis Good. or polio? Goodness gracious. One, Have your two, pick. three. Tuberculosis. Polio. Tuberculosis. Oh, yes. Man, way to go, Rob. Tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Yay for TB. Oh, man. You guys are tied now. Oh, man. There's only two left. I let him back in the game. There's two left. Missouri. Okay. The Limp Mansion. Okay. Or the Firm Estate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's for Missouri. One, two, three, limp. Firm. Oh. <laughs> it's the limp mansion. Yay, Yay limp. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Last one. Chance for JP to, to hold the lead or for you to tie it, Rob. Okay. All right. It's for Hawaii. Okay. Oh, Joey's homeland. My homeland. Is it the Kipapa Gulch? Or the Peacocka Point. Keep <laughs> Papa say again. Keep Papa Gulch. Keep Papa Gulch. <laughs> Remember when Hardy's was on? Or the <laughs> or the or the Peacocka Point so, Hardy's. Do you want to say right. Gulch or Point? Gulch, I'd rather try and say the other okay, thing. Okay, give it to me. Is it say something on Keep Papa or Peacocka? Okay. Okay. Right. Ready? One, two, three. Keep Papa Peacocka. Gulch. Or different. What did you say? He said Peacocka. I, I said Gulch. He went Point. Yes. So you said Key Papa? Yeah. You said Peacocka? Yes. Papa. Yeah. It's Key Papa. Good job, JP. Well guys, done. You won it. Awesome. You earned it's it. You earned Great it. job, guys. Okay. I have uh, maybe one other note here. Okay. And that is that Unchained Melody is the song that made Simon Cowell. Oh, really? Robson Green and Jerome Flynn were UK actors in a series called Soldier Soldier, and they sang the song in a scene of the show. People loved it and wanted a recording. Uh, Simon Cowell, who until that point was known for making novelty records for puppets and Power Rangers, contacted them, hounded them really about producing a recorded version. He bugged them so much that they got a restraining order against him. But eventually they gave in, and the song immediately went to number one. Of course it did in the UK. I'm just, telling you. Just release it in the if UK. If you just want to have a number it. one hit single, just record Unchained Melody in the UK. I wonder how well this episode will chart in the UK. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> oh, you're right. Numbers through the flipping roof. So, but, okay, so listen to this. Listen to this. Not only did the song immediately go to number one, but it was the number one song in the UK for 1995. They cannot get enough of this song. Oh. And it was one of the UK's biggest selling songs of all time. Holy cow. The 50th version of Unchained Melody. By some people that I don't even know. By, yeah, by Robson Green, Green and Flynn. It I don't even the, know that. It was the fastest selling debut single in UK chart history. What in the and world? And the album and single have sold over 12 million copies. 12 million copies in the UK. Like, just in UK, one place. That's a UK, small area. Yes, the UK, platinum in the UK is 500,000. Dude, we got to do an instrumental version of this what song, right? In the it's freaking, world. Yeah. Just capitalize. You want to hear it? No. You want to hear how brilliant their version of Unchained Melody is? That's a birthday party song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It really now, is. It sounds like a Daystar cassette that they yeah. put on underneath. And this is why Simon Cowell is one of the most famous people on the planet. I don't get uh, Just because he's told them to do this. Yeah, that's crazy. This is a preset on a Casio keyboard. <laughs> now, really Leo is. Sayer was worlds beyond this one. Worlds. Worlds beyond it.
What? It, there's nothing different about this. Yeah. There's nothing different about that from any other version yeah. of Unchained Melody that sounds like the standard it really is version. It's a Casio keyboard thing. Like, you hit the thing. You literally just hit it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh man, it's the same chords as Unchained Melody. Yeah. Was, was Elvis's version pretty bridge? good? Do what? Was Elvis's version pretty good? It was the same. It's the same, right? It's, just it's Elvis. not different. It's just no. doing. Yeah, it's Elvis. just okay. still move. No, Elvis. Can't can't Elvis no, that, the that, Elvis. That, was, no, that was the cowardly lion for oh, sure. Yes. <laughs> Came in here. King of the forest. Y'all can hang out with one of them, wow. either the scarecrow, the tin man, or the lion. Do you pick any of them and hang out with them? Or are we talking like- I mean, I am the cowardly lion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one are you, Joey? Scarecrow. scarecrow. Yeah. I guess I'm tin mm. man. Or to- can I pick Toto? <laughs> I like dogs. Pass. Um, Judy Garland, the, fun hang. The only, I will say this. The only cool part of this song is the unexpected chord change on the bridge. Lonely rivers fall to mm-hmm. the sea, to the sea. That chord, it's like a flat three if chord. If we're in C, what chord is that? It's an uh, E flat E chord. flat, okay. So it goes four lonely rivers, five F, fall G, to the sea, back down to the one, F, or to or the, the sea. Okay, E right? flat. Right it there. goes to a flat three chord. That's the only interesting thing in this whole song. Um, other than that, like whatever. And it's like, okay, it's rangy. Like if you do the, you know, still mine. And still mine. Oh, and the very and he end, goes, he does that ridiculous like, note at the end. It's yeah, just comical. Like, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this just sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it just so bad. This song, this song, I would go to jail huh? to get to escape this song. That guy's <laughs> in there with a the gnarled hand. He's playing it in oh. there. They've messed up. Man, and then there's, apparently there's a guy that sings it. Apparently. Well, the, the other nobody guy. knows. Yeah, the Nobody other knows. Nobody ever finished that nobody movie. Nobody's ever theater. finished it. <laughs> it's never been finished. <laughs> nobody even realizes that it's never been finished. What it, so if you were writing this song now and there was no movie called Unchained for it, what would you call it? What would you title Sh- this song? Sandwich. Uh, let's, uh, um, Hardy's. Yeah, Hardy's burger. Haunted, uh, Hardy's. Godspeed. Haunted Godspeed Hardy's. your love. Godspeed baby. your love to woo woo me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a river, like a river. Oh my love, because that's like the most boring. Man. I don't know. There you go. There's some. There's some Elvis in there. I've lost. I lost Elvis. I used to do Elvis all the time, and I just yeah. tried it, and it did not come out. It was definitely Bert Lar. Yeah. Good call. I'm, wow. I'm trying to think of the second verse. Because a lot of times artists will bury a lyric as the title. Is there a second and, verse? Is there? I was trying to think. Oh, of it's I hunger for you. No, that's the same as the first, right? Play it. No. I don't want to. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Uh, <clears throat> untitled. That's what we're yeah. going to Untitled Melody. All right. Guys, Anybody so got much. any other notes, any other I'm things good. on that one? I'm good. <clears throat> movie month. Thank you all, all right. for hanging out with us oh, for movie month. Oh, I have a, one thing of how they came up with their dumb name. Did you okay. already look the that Righteous up? Brothers? Yeah. Go no. for it. They were part of a band called the Paramours. Okay. Which was, I believe, a five piece. P A R A M O U R S. Not yes. like Paramore, Haley Williams, Paramore. Mm-hmm. No, M O Not yeah, like yeah, yeah. not like three words, not like P A I R O F M O O R E S. We're a pair of Moors. Right. We're the Moors brothers. It's the Moors family. It's the Moors the, brothers. The, the Moore we're family. Just a pair of the Moors. Yeah, we're just two of them. Here we are. Bobby and Billy Moore. No, they were the Paramours, and the two, Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield, decided to leave the five-member group, form a duo. <clears throat> they found their name at a show with the Paramours when a fan shouted, that was righteous, brothers. No way. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. We just have never, none of us have ever lived in an age where somebody used righteous as a yeah. as an adjective it, it, to, mean, to mean cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I hear righteous, I immediately go church lingo. Church, yeah. Um, so I think like maybe some like beach kids in the eighties, early nineties went tried tried to go back to righteous for a while. Let's bring it back. Like this was a righteous episode. I remember hearing it dudes. some growing up. Yeah. On the West Coast. Maybe okay, West Coast. Ah, yeah. it's a, it's, you're right. You just led into Rob's Yeah. I, I do believe that and this is still surf surf culture lingo, that in the earliest Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, might have been the second one. What's the one where Donatello's searching for the right word? Do you know the one I'm talking about? The Secret of the Ooze. Secret, Secret of the Ooze is the second one. I don't know. No, like, no, it's the first one because they end with Cowabunga. Yes. And Splinter That's, says it. You're right. You're right. After he goes off I the roof. I think he uses righteous in that like flurry of words that he's trying to come out with as one yes. of them. He's like, wicked. And they're all trying to like suggest stuff yeah. to him, you know? 
totally tubular, dude. That's Raphael. I don't know if you know. Awesome. Not Raphael. really. Uh, it's all right. All right. It's okay. It's all right. Totally I'd have to go back and listen for comparison's sake. You, is that a Jose Canseco bet? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's Tell good. me. Okay. Yeah. You didn't pay money for this. Why'd they change April O'Neil's? I don't know, but they changed it for the better. Did they? Yeah, Paige, is, Paige oh, yeah. Turco was the better April O'Neil. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. There's a different one from one to two? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never noticed. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, mean, the, I'm, I got no problems with the one in the first one. second one's better, but, definitely. But Paige Turco, I had a major crush on. Okay. Uh, I hated the uh, the new ones. They cast... Uh, Megan Fox? Yes. She's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, when they redid oh, them. Oh, the, the, the new, the new brand, ones. brand new one, but the, but the, the yes. ones from a few years ago. Yes. I, I thought, forgot all about her being in there. Uh, I thought she I was I kind of like those movies, though. Yeah, I kind of like them, too. They're fine. I Guys, like the new one. The new one's really good. The cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Worth seeing. That after this? Better than Ghost. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Makes Ghost look like a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's lots of eyebrows in that one. <laughs> Oh, no. Do turtles, turtles have eyebrows? No, no, no eyebrows on them turtles. What do the Ninja Turtles and Whoopi Goldberg have in common? No, today we eyebrows. learned. That's right. <laughs> today no we eyebrows. learned. The more you know. That's what we learned on this episode today, that's folks. Right. Thanks for coming by. That's why. That's why you K listeners tuned into this. That's right, uh, Joey. Thanks for joining us for yeah, the fifth time. I don't it's been know. A minute. I so, think it's the fifth thank time. Thank you for having back. me. Beach Boy or Monkeys? Monkeys was first. Weezer. Yeah. Beach Boys. Cars. Yeah, cars. cars. Yeah. yeah, number five. And now Unchained Melody to close it out. Thanks wow. so much for coming to dump on a legendary song with us today. <laughs> That's great, man. It's the very least I could possibly And for do. being one of our all-time favorite guests Absolutely. on the show. We've talked to kings and princes on this show. This old and thing. And we would as as soon talk to you as any of them. Joey got to sit in on a part of an interview today. Yeah, and I... Not participate. <laughs> I heard, in the room. I heard the very beginning of him talking, and then it was ripped away from me. Rob yeah. turned him down accidentally. I I took him out of Joey's headphones. And so he just listened to us and ask questions for a half And laugh at our own yeah. jokes with no answer. Yeah, That's from great. this end, it seemed like he was talking forever. Mm. Like he was really long-winded. He was pretty, he was not long-winded in a bad way, but uh, he was generous with a speech. Okay. Good yeah, way to say I'll that. say that, yeah. I look forward to hearing what he had to say. Which is better than, I'd rather I'd rather have somebody that I like have to pull out a little bit than, than trying like, to like short, answer. Short answer, yes That's and true. no. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much. Hope you enjoyed Movie Month. We'll be back next week with some normalcy, maybe. That's right. Yep. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm JP. I'm Joey. See you later. Go, Go listen, listen to some, some music. music. Ooh. <laughs> or get haunted. Haunted Hardies. <laughs>